Hello and welcome to the mobilization thread at the Lausanne 2020 conversation. My name is Christian Lander and I'll be leading these podcasts. As Europe is becoming a bigger and bigger mission field, we as a church are trying to find out how to respond to it. One of the challenges is that there is an increasing number of neighborhoods and city parts which has no Christian presence. It's beautiful to see that around Europe, Christians are now doing something about it. They're intentionally moving in. One of the movements that has responded to this is Move In. They are focusing on, an, on urban neighborhoods with a majority of immigrants, many of them from an unrich people group. It's amazing to hear what God is doing through them, and I would really encourage you to check out their webpage, movein.2. However, it's not only areas with a large number of immigrants which lack Christian presence. It's also true for many neighborhoods with a majority of ethnical Europeans. And today I want you to meet two good friends of mine, which recently moved into such an area. They did something, they acted. Katarina and Daniel Kocian from Czech Republic. Welcome. Uh, my first question to you is this, what made you do such a move? Yeah, I think you're right, Christian. Often people, Christians don't live in, in places where non-Christians are. So as just like you said, you know, these places don't have enough Christian presence. And I think today, unbelievers more than ever are actually looking for some authentic and true friendships. They often feel lonely, they feel lost, they are struggling with their identity. And therefore, we decided to move into a neighborhood, uh, which actually uh, is located in quite an industrial town. Uh, and in this neighborhood, there is a lot of large blocks built during the communist time here in the Czech Republic. And as I mentioned, you know, the town itself is quite industrial. But there are some Christians living in the nearby villages, but there are actually very few Christians living in the neighborhood where we are in, this, uh, in these big blocks. So that's the idea uh, which, with which we decided to move here. Because this place is really unreached. So we kind of realized that people really live so near to each other. They live so nearby, but at the same time, they feel so lonely. And they are often fighting with depressions, with mental illnesses, with loneliness, and they don't actually have a chance to meet Christians. Absolutely. Uh, also, what we can see is that Christians are often, often used to go to church on Sunday and somehow expect that non-believers would come. And uh, what, what we believe is that it, it should actually be us Christians coming to them, sharing our lives with them. Uh, that's the that's the reason reason that's the reason why we decided to move to our neighbor neighborhood to be there physically but even more importantly emotionally opening our house to be a place of acceptance and peace a place where people can come and feel safe but also where deeper converse, conversations can happen thank you um, how how does that look like practically well, we decided personally to focus on young people and uh, we are now the youth leaders in our church. And as mentioned before, you know, our, our place, our town is very industrial and connected to that many kids are struggling with difficult family situations. So their parents uh, have struggles with uh, alcohol and drug addictions. 
and often the family backgrounds are not ideal. So our youth group is called Living Room, and the idea is to create an environment where people can uh, really make a step closer to Jesus, whoever you are, whatever, wherever you come from. And just like, you know, every, any living room should be, we want to invite young people into a place where they can almost physically feel the love of Jesus. And the truth is that most of the evangelism and discipleship actually doesn't happen during the youth group on Friday evening, but it's often actually in our home uh, where we are having really long and deep conversations. Or it can, it can be in a nearby kebab or McDonald's where we would often talk to the people about, about the questions they are mm. troubled by. Beautiful. Uh, you know, it's really interesting that you're actually doing this as part of a traditional normal church. You know, it makes, um, it makes me realize that you don't have to be a pioneer uh, or, you know, to pioneer a new church plant or something like that. But you can simply do it sent out and blessed by your local community. We love, we love our local church. Mm. We, we really love them and we feel uh, 100% that we are part of our church. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, I think that's, that's encouraging for all of us to hear that that actually we, we can do it where we are and, and, and just, you know, think about where in our neighborhood or in, in our area is there such a uh, place with, with no Christian presence. Um, but another question, could you share a concrete story of something God has done uh, through this? Oh, there are so many stories, but um, if I had to choose one. Well, there is a girl called uh, Nikki in our youth group. And Nikki comes from a not very easy uh, family background. She never actually met her father because before she was born, he just decided he wants to wants to do nothing, mm. nothing. He wants to have nothing with her, and so she never met him in person. Wow. Um, but she was growing up with her mom, who is also not ideal mother, probably. Uh, but when she was a teenager, she uh, she decided to uh, to join a living room. And little by little, she started coming. And little by little, she started building friendships and relationships. And at the beginning, you know, she didn't really care about God. She didn't care about what was shared during the talks. But she really felt safe and good. And just last year, she finally decided to commit her life to Christ. And it's just beautiful to see how God is changing her life. And she's now uh, doing final year in her high school. And she's preparing to be kindergarten teacher to study at the university and she's very often hanging out with us and she's now joined uh, joined the church and she's helping with the kids at the church and it's just beautiful to see how God is transforming different people so that would be just one example of many how you know it started with relationships but it actually led into an understanding of the gospel and who Jesus really is fantastic you know, it strikes me that, you know, you're eating kebab, you're, you're uh, opening your, your home and inviting the, the youth to come and, and just have a spend time with you. And, and it strikes me that it, it doesn't sound really difficult. Uh, and it's actually, you know, something we could all do. The hard part probably is, I would assume, to, to make the actual move and not just expecting them to come to us. Uh, so my question to you is, uh, what is or what was difficult uh, to make in, in making such a move? Uh, so, so as you said, Christian, it doesn't sound <clears throat> sound very difficult. 
but uh, to be honest, it hasn't always been easy. Uh, we had the, op the opportunity to build a house in between mountains on, on a beautiful land. My, my parents own about 10 kilometers from here. However, we felt really strongly we should live in the neighborhood where the kids are in order to be approachable to them. It's not always easy to be available all the time and it's actually quite time consuming to be there for, uh, for the people around them all the time. And often it actually feels like we make one step forward and it's two steps back. So we are still learning, we are still working on it and uh, sometimes we learn from our mistakes. And specifically, you know, working with teenagers often doesn't have very visible fruits. It takes longer, but at the same time, we have seen quite a few people last year making a decision to follow Christ, get them baptized. And what I love even more is that we have seen some lukewarm Christians who started sharing their faith and their hearts just suddenly started opening up and started breaking down for non-believers and people around them. So it hasn't always been easy, but when, when you see this, when you experience it, you just realize that it, it's like 100% worth doing this. Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And, and you know, it, it makes me want to pray for you guys and, and for the teenagers that you're serving among and for your neighborhood. And, uh, and also, I would like us to pray for ourselves, you know, how, how, would we, how, how is this moving us? Uh, where do we see neighborhoods and places around us which, which doesn't have any Christian presence? Uh, so that was the, the mobilization thread of, of today. Uh, see you next uh, month.